Creating enough content for your social media can be a real pain in the ass. And I'm not even talking about the captions and all of that. I'm talking about getting enough photos and videos for your feed, your stories. I know it can be really difficult because you are busy working in and on your business. So in today's episode, I'm going to help you to kind of like batch, create, document content so that when you have something to say, you have the footage to show it with. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Fast Forward with Amy show, the show where we lift your life and business with simple strategies. I'm Fast Forward with Amy, your host and coach, and I'll bring you a new episode every Tuesday. I used to really freak out about having to create content for my business, showing up on social media, because I was like, it's so much work, and I look like crap, and I need someone to do this for me professionally. So... I became <laughs> incredibly obsessed with now, like having professional photo shoots done. And then I would get the professional photo shoot done. And then I would use the photo like one time and set it up as my profile picture. And then whenever I would want to post, it felt really off for me to post all of the professional photos because I was like, it's not authentic. But I thought when my environment didn't look as good or I didn't look as good that um, just posting photos of me was just not good enough. Um, So I basically the conclusion was I was always overthinking and never posting enough. And I see this happening with a lot of entrepreneurs right now. A lot of people send me messages on Instagram like, hey, Amy, who do you recommend for styling? Uh, Which professional uh, photographers do you recommend? And although I still think that professional photos are useful and you need it for your branding and I need to get a few new shots done, by the way, if by the time this episode airs, I still have not changed my profile picture, please someone slap me, but I'm guessing it hasn't been changed by then. So I haven't changed my profile photo in three years. Uh, I don't even look like the image anymore, but side note, um, what I have done in the meantime is create a shitload of unprofessional content. And that's kind of what I want to talk to you about today. I want to help you to create lots of easy content. I have a lot of friends, I have a lot of clients who are starting their own businesses and the content seems like their bottleneck. It's not necessarily that they don't know what to say, it's that they don't know um, how to do the hair and makeup and get on the videos or how to make sure that they get the shots from when they're working and they just, it just feels like a huge bottleneck and this episode is designed to walk you through this. So first up, if you don't feel comfortable getting on video yet and talking on video, uh, or if you're just not making the time for it, whatever, I don't even make enough time for it, like story-wise, what I would recommend you do is switch your mindset from having to create new content to actually documenting. This is something I learned from Gary Vee, and Gary Vee says, document, don't create. Later down the line, I also uh, learned about the topic show, don't sell. And I learned, I, I like both of those sentences because it's about instead of thinking, holy shit, there's this huge thing I need to go and make, we're going to look at what are you already doing that we can just kind of document so that you can use it later on. And one of the things I do <laughs> uh, for TikTok, for my stories, for my Instagram feed is I just create a lot of time lapses about whatever it is I'm doing. So right now I'm time lapsing myself uh, in the corner of the video um, so that I can use this to create a TikTok later or that I can use this to create stories about how my day went today and what I did with podcast recordings because I'll just have the little time lapse of me doing this. I'll often create time lapses about me working out as well. It doesn't take up too much space on my phone and people really like it when it moves really quickly. People always pay attention to the time lapses and I can set it up easily. I have tripods all over, like all throughout my house and I just set it up 
go. And afterwards, you don't see awkward stuff because I think you have to hold a position for 30 seconds in order for it to register as like half a second. So it's a really easy way to create content. Sometimes I'll just set up a video and then, so I'll just on my phone and I'll just set up a video and later in an app called InShot, I might just speed it up so that it kind of becomes a time-lapse or just something that's sped up. Um, and then I can choose, do I want the sped up version? Do I want a normal version, maybe for a normal reel where I do different things? Doesn't really matter. Um, only thing is that it takes up a lot more space on your phone when you create like the long form videos, but that's a detail. Basically all of that, um, are just ways for me to show, hey, this is what I was doing to take people with me in my story without actually having to um, to talk about everything. Because, when, for example, when I create Instagram stories, which is what I've talked about in, I think, episode 130, which is like a couple of episodes ago. Was that correct, Robin? Yeah? No? Yes, she gives me a thumbs up. Uh, in episode 130, I talked about how you can increase your story views, how you can create an open, middle and close in your stories. So definitely go and check that out and then supplement it with this because here um, it's more about how to make the easy content so that you don't have to bore people to death by just talking about stuff because people want to see what it is you are doing. It's kind of like um, the one version could be someone talking about a Formula One um, like race or actually seeing the race from within the, the spot where the driver was driving. So what we want to create with our content is many different angles. We want to see it going fast. We want to see it going slow. We want to get a voiceover. We want a different angle. And you can, you can do all of that without actually getting on video yourself and talking to the camera because you want to film what is happening. And this is, I think it's called B-roll. I'm fairly certain you want to be creating B-roll the entire time in order to then be able to tell stories, for example, on Instagram stories, longer form YouTube videos, whatever you want to make. So I've trained myself to, instead of thinking about now I need to make the perfect videos, to just always be recording stuff on my phone so that later when I want to tell a story about things I did or things I'm going to be doing, I can just piece together pieces of content. So sometimes I'll literally just uh, <laughs> make a video of turning on the shower. I'll be like, oh, that's pretty. I'll take a photo of, oh, my cat did something funny. I'll make a video. Oh, I am getting ready this morning. I did my makeup and I filmed myself getting ready for the makeup because I know there are a lot of TikTok trends where that might be good. People like a transition. The video was terrible. The phone fell down at least three times, but I might be able to use it later on, speed it up. You never know when it comes in handy. I don't have a content format behind it. I just thought that might be good content because I don't have it. And I think the big realization for me came a few weeks ago when I was uh, looking for stuff for a masterclass and I was scrolling through my camera roll and trying to find um, videos and photos for from when I was starting out as a fitness coach. And I discovered that I only had like good shots of me in the mirror posing and I never had, I had barely any messy shots, messy videos in the moment stuff, because that's not the stuff you want to show people, you think in the moment itself. But maybe if I just film a bunch of stuff now, even if it's crappy in two years, I can use that as transformation content. So basically just record everything, <laughs> not sex. We're not making porn. Don't do that. Unless you have consent and that's what you want to do, then you do you. <laughs> but so you want to film what's happening. And what has helped me a lot there is not always having to rely on photographers and videographers and actually having a best friend who's also 
online a lot because when I am with my best friend Jessica, who's also my business partner in my second business, Alpha Women, we create a shit ton of content um, about each other. And the funny part is that we are so comfortable with each other that we also make a lot of stupid jokes. And those are basically the only times that those get on camera because we don't hesitate to grab the shots of each other while we are um, behaving silly, you know? So obviously when Jessica's there, I don't mind having her um, take my photos or videos anymore. I feel comfortable. She feel com feels comfortable with me. You do have to work through a time where like, um, it used to be, I don't say this anymore, but it used to be like, oh my God, I look so fat. <laughs> I don't want that. And you become mean to the person um, making the video. So I think this is what happens a lot in partnerships where maybe you're spending time online and you want your, I don't know, your husband to take videos and they don't want to do it anymore because they're like, you always get angry when I do this. So I have completely detached myself from whichever way I look like on the videos. I'm like, hey, can you should just shoot this? So I was um, with a friend a while back and sitting in the car and I was like, hey, can you just make a video of me driving so I can use it later on to open my storyline? And my friend was like, oh, you don't even have to ask me anymore. I'm going to be so good at this as your friend. Um, <laughs> you're never going to have to ask me again. I'm just going to beat you to it and just film everything you do. So it might be over the top for you but whenever I do do this sometimes I'll just hand my phone over to my team to my friends to my dad and I'll just get really bossy and be like hey can you just film me doing this or make a video of me doing this and just be a bit bossy but what I've done is I don't ask anyone not everyone understands and the people I do ask I've explained to them why this is important and I think this is a really big piece in communication that um, is missing, which is why a lot of people don't make content because they feel awkward about creating the content because they feel awkward asking for help and then their environment doesn't really get it and they're confused. Um, I had this with my mom for a while. My mom actually loves helping me uh, create content, but I just used to get really upset and then I kind of just let go and if I ask her now to help me, she loves it, I love it and it goes much more smoothly, but what you want to do with your environment is you want to explain to them why it is important to you. It could be like, hey, so, you know, the professional photo shoots cost a lot of money and actually it doesn't come across as super authentic. What works really well for people to get to know me and then feel comfortable buying from me is when I have just like in the moment shots. I don't have to be on my phone posting it in the moment, but whenever you see something funny or you see me doing something pretty, <laughs> I don't know, could you maybe just like make a video or take a photo or would you mind if I just ask you in a moment to do that? So I recently went skiing with my friends and I just told my friends like, hey guys, just know that this week um, I'm not really working, but I will need some footage from me being here. Do you guys mind if sometimes I just ask you to just take a couple of photos? There's no stress behind it, no pressure, uh, but could you just do that? And they were all fine with it. And then they asked me if I could take some photos of them. They were really happy. And I think the big difference is I used to be like on my phone the entire time creating the stories in the moment, but I don't do that anymore. I don't record with filters and stuff like that in the app anymore. I just create a bunch of content and afterwards I piece it together in one story. And then I also have that footage to create other videos, TikToks, Reels, um, and it's very easy. Same with photos. If someone is making a video, oh, could you also take a photo? Thanks. Just getting it done. Content is always better than no content. And I think a lot of people make it way too complicated. Yes, you can get professional shots done. Uh, you can uh, hire a stylist, get your hair and makeup done, all of that. But when you are going out and when you, I don't know, are headed for dinner, make sure that you get a face photo, a upper body, 
plus face photo and one like full body photo. And now you have three um, pieces of content for your feed. Now, that's how I used to do it. My brother used to laugh at that, but that's how I used to get a lot of my content. But right now we are more in a dynamic era of video. So it's, I don't think I would go for the three different shots anymore, but I would pay attention to when I'm creating a video that I would also create a photo, even if it's just to use that as a cover image for a reel. So the whole thing I'm saying here is don't make it too complicated. It doesn't all have to be super professional, but you will really regret it later if you don't have any content from what you were doing. If you get really busy, teach yourself to just set up a tripod. I was writing my book the past weekend. I have a bunch of footage of us writing the book because if I start thinking about that, when we launch the book, I will have no footage about the story of how we wrote the book. And that is what will make people be like, oh, I really want to buy this book from you. You worked so hard on it. I followed your guys' storyline on when you had all of the post-its with you, when you went to write the book and when you were at the seaside and when you were eating too much and writing the book, because in the videos you see, like we start with an empty table and just a laptop. And after a while, they'll be like wine glass, more glasses, um, food, all of that stuff. So people get interested in that. I could show it in real time in my stories. I could show it later down the line as like a promotional video, like it took us blood, sweat and tears, stuff like that. Oh, that's a sale that just came in. That's fun. That's maybe a sound you heard in the background. Maybe you didn't hear it. But the whole conclusion here is documents don't create, show don't sell. By inviting people into your storyline, by showing the in-action content, you are giving an actual behind the scenes People are not interested in just you talking on camera the entire time. My podcast, my videos on YouTube would also be a lot better if they would be moving around videos where you can follow along in what I'm doing because that's what people want. They want the real stuff. That's also what you want to do with your friends. Like I really enjoy going on a trip with your friends. Basically, you want people, you want to take people on a trip with you and you do that by just creating B-roll content the entire entire time and afterward, afterwards you can create a whole story. Someone who does this very well is my friend Celine Charlotte on Instagram. She's always, she calls it vlogging, uh, which it basically is. She will never post in real time, almost never. Or when she is in front of her iPhone, just recording stories, she will always be supplementing it with kind of like voiceover like things of things she did. She will be off the grid for weeks sometimes, then come back and just like piece together one full storyline with a bunch of interesting things that she just filmed in the moment. And then her story views just skyrocket. So, um... Obviously, done is better than perfect. Posting is better than not posting. And I think in creating content, um, literally the footage, you will always be happy that you have the photos. And if there's one final thing that I can recommend for you, if you're very hard on yourself and you don't like seeing yourself on photo, it's what I did with my friends on the skiing vacation. They're like, hey, can you take these photos of me? They're not as used to being in front of the camera as I am. So I told them, I'm going to take all of these photos. You're not allowed to look at them right now after we took the photos. You can look at them later in a few days because they would have been too harsh and like, oh, oh, my nose or oh, this and that. But afterwards, when you see those photos, you will often see that they weren't as bad as you thought. So give yourself a little pause and then you will see that you were able to get a lot more content uh, out of it. So there is that. Uh, and if you're struggling right now to get on video, I have a little piece of help for you because uh, it's something I really had to learn throughout the years. I remember my first presentation at school. I think I was 11 and I remember being all red and stuttering and, and it was terrible. And throughout the years, I learned to get better at it, at presenting in front of a group of people. I did the BBC Awards for public speaking. Did not win whatsoever, but okay. A few years ago, I flew to LA for a public speaking um, 
course. And throughout the years, I've gotten better and better at getting on video. But it wasn't always like that. I used to feel really awkward. I used to not even want to show up on video or on photo. I really, my best friend really taught me. Like she just literally forced me to do hours and hours of posing until I got comfortable with myself. And I created a video course for you so you can start creating your own videos as well. It's called Start to Video. You can find it through fastforwardamy.com forward slash start to video. And I'll even tell you which equipment I use, how to get comfortable on camera, the different approaches I've used. So good luck. I've linked it in the description of this episode. It's forward slash start to video. And talking about resources on my website, um, if you've been here for a while, you know by now that we always create a recap of the episodes, which is a really good article you can just like save for later. So if currently you're on the road and you want to write some stuff down, but you didn't really have the time, but you want to know what all of the resources and conclusions were, you can go to fastforwardamy.com forward slash number of the episode that you're seeing right now on your screen. And there you can find the recap article. Have a happy day. Go and create lots of content. Remember, document, don't create, as Gary Vee said it. And uh, good luck. Mm -hmm.